0: Welcome to the Men's Journal Everyday Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sorelli. I'm proud to partner with Pendleton Whiskey. Pendleton Whiskey just released its fourth annual We've Got Your Six Limited Edition Military Bottle to honor veterans of the United States Armed Forces. Pendleton Whiskey has pledged to donate $100,000 of proceeds to support the Bob Woodruff Foundation, which helps create healthy, positive futures for our service members, veterans, and their families. Go to PendletonWhiskey.com and check out their cocktails page, which provides a Western spin on your classic cocktails. All right, let's get to it. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Welcome to the Men's Journal, Everyday Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sorelli. Hey, we're doing this one special. One, we're with uh, Jose Vitor Leme, one of the best bull riders in the world. And we'll go down in history as the uh, the same. We're here on his uh, ranch, the the Leme Ranch. Uh, first off, I love the gate where oh, it says World Champion. Um, I don't have any title, but I'm going to have to come up with a new gate that uh, <laughs> that, that says something cool. Um, hey, man! First off, thank you for inviting us into uh, into your home. Uh, I know you're a private uh, person. And people are always reaching out for for media appearances, so giving us the time, man. I'm I'm humble, you know, appreciative for that. I will say we, we did get to meet in Austin when Tim Kennedy and myself spoke to the uh, the Austin uh, Gamblers, which you're, you're the team captain and you were the number one uh, pick. Uh, there was something about you because, you know, G-Man and JJ had told me about you where you seem like you're very little talk, all action. You're not boastful in, in a way. And, I, and I'm saying this is a compliment. Like you just seem laser focused as to what you want. You just have very little time for bullshit. So
1: yeah first thanks for coming out and thanks for doing this and let's you know try explain a little bit about my story for the fans for all the people's watching and my gate it's going to be open for y'all whatever you guys want to come here to to do it again and uh yeah man you know i i'm not a good talker you know i i i'm kind of shy with the cameras and stuff like that and but I'm gonna try to do my best. And like I always do, like I always try to do, even if it's working or just having a conversation, just just do it, you know, just put on the work.
0: So, you know, I, I do wanna get into your your story because I, I, there's, there's gotta be something in your upbringing that has just lent to your humility and your work ethic. Uh, so born in Brazil, now in the United States, uh give me the backstory to, to Brazil because I mean uh I love the fact that you were a semi professional soccer player all the way to eighteen and you make a decision like that and you become one of the best bull riders in the uh in the world.
1: Man, that was a big story <laughs> like a big change to you know, since I start ride bulls. My dad, he was a bull rider and uh I always had that on my mind, you know, on my blood, on my life, you know, watching him riding bulls. And uh, when I, when I was ten, uh, he had some bucking bulls, and yeah. he started working with, with bucking bulls. And I started riding the calves, you know, uh, yearlings uh, young bulls, and uh, that's that's where I start you know, ride something. <laughs> Not a real booze, but earlings. And uh, when I was 12, two, two years after I started ride calves, uh, my dad and my mom, they got divorced. And we had to to sell everything, all the booze. And we had a little bit dark time on, on that moment. And uh I stopped riding and I start play soccer. That's that's when I start playing. and I had to move to a different town. And uh, I put all my life on soccer, I dedicate myself on to be a professional soccer player. That that's what I had on my mind on that moment. And uh, I I was doing good. I was oh, I I almost get, you know, professional soccer player but i I was almost there and i think god knock on my door and say hey i think i have something different for you you know because i was not making money on that Mm -hmm. and uh i was living with my mom and my grandmom and we got i got a little sister and I was the only one working at on uh, at home on that moment, and I had to put you know food on, yeah. on on her house because I was the man, and I you know my friends they they invite me to go uh, some jackpots we call jackpots some tournaments little tournaments bull riding tournaments. and there's just one day event and. I went with them, and I watched some fr- some old friends riding, and they said, "Hey man, you gotta you gotta try. You know, you, you was doing good when you was a kid, and you got, you got a fu- future on this on this sport too. I know you. I know you play good soccer, but you was a good bull rider too. And I was like, oh man, I don't know. I don't know about this. It's a big change, you know. Soccer player too. Professional bull rider. <laughs> uh, it's hard to imagine, but I start thinking about that, and on the next practice, they had. I went and I practiced in one bull, and I rode that bull, and man, that was that was amazing because I didn't I didn't had I didn't had to ride any bull since I was twelve, and that was six years later. And I rode that bull like I never stopped it before. You know, I never get that time between 12 and 18. And, uh, I was like, man, I think I was walking on the wrong way. I have to, I have to be a, you know, bull rider. I have to put my focus on these now. And that's what I did. And that's how I, I started.
0: Maybe, maybe not the, the, the wrong way. Um. But were there things about soccer because I know you had dedicated your life that between that that 6 year break that you learned that applied to bull riding? I mean, was there anything from soccer that you equate to bull riding now? Yes,
1: for sure. Uh, I'm glad I, I'll you know, I had that time on soccer because I'm sure that I still I'm still using a lot of those things right now on my on my job, you know, on my sport because uh, that's why I still playing too, you know. Sometimes for fun, and uh, I still using that for for my physical, you know, for my body, for my mind. Uh, it's there's something there's some some things similar. Like you have to, you know, have a quick feet. You have to have a quick mind. <laughs> you know, tank fast because on the boo you cannot lose a second and. On the soccer is the same thing. You have to, you know, have a quick mind.
0: So, you you had to have been in uh, a lot better shape when you came back to bull riding than most of the bull riders. Yes. just from what, what, what position in soccer did I you play? Mid, midfielder. Midfielder. Yeah. So you're running the length yes. the whole time. Whole time. No kidding.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and you said something, man. I want I want to, because you, you can tell a lot about a man by 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 their, their their upbringing. So did you become the man of the house at a pretty early age? Yes.
1: Yeah. That was a hard time because uh, I was, uh, I moved with my mom, I was 12 and that was very hard. But that, that teach me a lot of things, you know, how to be a man, you know, I, I was young, but I had to work. I had to, to start think about my life on different ways and I learned a lot of good things with that, because I think if that don't happen, maybe I was not here today. Maybe I was, I wasn't have this mindset now, you know, and that helped me grow like a man.
0: So when you made that leap to uh, back to bull riding, what, what was the first competition you won?
1: Uh, the first professional competition I won, that was in 2016. That was my first first year riding professionally. And, uh, I, my, man, my my career was so fast because, like you said, I was in shape, like, you know, because I was coming from soccer and my body was so perfect, you know, to ride. I was ready. I just, I just needed, you know, to fix some, some things on bull riding, but my body was, you know, ready to go. Yeah. And, uh. Uh, I start so good and when when I start go every weekend to the events um, that was like these so fast and I start finished good on the events and uh, I think I won two events on my first year and that was in Brazil it's so hard because we have so many talents you know on, on the bull riding too and for me on the first year, win two two good events, you know, two big events. That was that was amazing, especially because the the events I won. Uh, we had a lot of other professional bull riders over there too, you know, professional big names, and yeah. man, I was so so happy, and that was that was a quick start for me.
0: In terms of the money, was that? did did you start to see a life changing
1: Nah, not too much not yet you know but for sure that was no that was a start you know like no doesn't change a lot because in brazil it's it's so hard for you know you leave just riding bows you know you have you need to have something else to do Uh, but that was a good start for me you know for for sure because I, I didn't have anything and I start winning couple one a man that was that was good I already start put some some things on my house you know on my with my mom and help my mom my family that was that was a good moment for me
0: at that point where your mom your grandmother and your, your little sister are like go just keep doing it go they, they saw it
1: yeah when I started they they don't want <laughs> they don't wanted me to to ride bulls they wanted me to keep playing soccer because i was you know i was i was almost there uh, to be a professional and uh when i said hey mom i i think i'm gonna be a bull rider i'm not gonna be a professional soccer player she say, oh my goodness what are you what are you thinking about you know what are you talking about it's a big change i don't want you get hurt i don't want to i don't want to lost you you know I want my son alive, and I was like, "Man, mom, God will protect me. He's always with me, so I'm gonna make this decision, and I'm sure big big things will come."
0: Is, is your mom still around? Yes. Is she still concerned?
1: No. Yeah. Now, yeah. now she, now she, she agree with me. She said, "Yeah, I was wrong, but I just, you know, I just wish the best for you and." Now I know uh, that feeling she had before because I have a son and Yeah, I don't wanna, I don't wanna have my son riding bulls.
0: It, it, honest <laughs> to God, we, I mean, I'm sure you'd be inwardly happy or proud if your son became a bull rider, but deep down yeah. are you trying to change the status of your family so he never has to? Yeah,
1: man, it's, you know, if I have to tell him something, you know, If I have to tell him to do some any sport, I'm not gonna tell him to be a bull rider. Yeah, because I know all the risks, and I had a lot of you know bad experiences riding bulls. But it's my life, so I don't wanna I don't want any any of those things happen with him. You
0: know. Yeah. How many How many friends have you lost in this sport? Uh, or seeing just get messed up?
1: Man, a lot of messed up, but a couple years ago, we lost a, I lost a really close friend of mine. He, he was, like, you know, really close, and we lost him. Uh, it's not easy, you know, because you always know the risk. You always know that can happen, but you never expect it. You to to happen expect to, you. to happen, especially with somebody very close to you or with you, you know, but that can happen. So that's why I always, you know, have God with me because it's not only, it. it's not only how great you are, how good you are on, on your job, you, you need to have God with you because you're not gonna step on your feet ever, every ride. You're you're not gonna step on on your feet every trip. So,
0: is that a is that a big part of of your life, your faith?
1: Yes, always since I started. You know, all on the soccer when I start bull riding, I always had a lot of faith. You know because. Uh, for me, there's no reason we are here now without God's plan, you know. That's that's what I trust and that's what I, I think.
0: What does your wife think when she sees you get on the bull? She's gotta be terrified.
1: Well, when we met, I was doing bull riding already, you know, and she's already, you know, she already know all that, all the risk, but, I'm sure she's always, you know, it's kind of nervous, you know, to watch someone riding. I I know that because when I watch my my friends riding and something happening with them, it it's it's terrible, you know. And you always, you know, cheer for for a good ride and for for he step on on his feet and get out of there like clear with any Nothing injury, you know, but it's hard because those bulls they just want to buck you off. They just want to take you out of them.
0: we we see wait for for a lot of the uh, the listeners, what's the average weight of of the bulls in competition?
1: Man, that's they're heavy. Th- that's that's a lot. I don't know the average, but uh, I mean they could be
0: anywhere from like twelve hundred to eighteen hundred. Yes, for yeah. sure it's yep. insane easy to get on a beast like that uh, it, it just I, I could say when you guys do that I'm like god that is fucking stupid mm-hmm. like what in what human would ever put themselves on the back of, of the their beasts yes they're freaking beasts dude yeah do you think uh, deep down when, when you get on their backs like the only thought in their head is I want to hurt this person I want to get this person off as, as violently as possible
1: I didn't say hurt them but just you know but you know take it out of me you know yeah. because there's there's something you know different on it's like if you put somebody on your back you, you're you not gonna like it you're not gonna you know you, you're gonna wanna take it out of that if something it's you know uh, something strange you, you're you gonna find a way to get out of there yeah and that's what they do and uh, that's what uh that's the worst part. You have to, you know, stay on eight seconds. It's just eight. But for us, on the top of them, man, it's a lot. It's like eight hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the uh, when, when you step into the cage and, and you mount that beast, is it you versus the bull, or is it you versus you in your mind?
1: Uh, on my mind, it's it's both. You know, like, I have different moments like before i start it's me versus me to get ready to do all perfect to do everything i can to stay on and don't buck off and then when i step on the shoot to jump on on their back and then there it's me versus them you know versus the bulls so they want to buck me off and i want to stay on so it's a big fight it's a eight seconds of a lot of fight and uh man the adrenaline it's it's crazy it's it i don't know i never skydiving before but <laughs> it's
0: it's <laughs> insane i assure you dude it's, it's not stepping onto the back of a uh, 1500 pound bull. um there there is adrenaline but uh at the end of the competitions, all said and done, from that, we, we call it the adrenaline dump, mm-hmm. do you just, do you pass out? Do you sleep after competitions?
1: Sometimes yes, sometimes not, because when when I won events, I cannot sleep. I, I just keep thinking about that, you know, because the happiness, you know, all that glory, because you did perfect, you, you did your job, and... I don't sleep at all. I just I just try enjoy that moment, that feeling, you know, because when I book off, I want to sleep and think about the next day. Not yeah. I want to forget about that, you know. And uh, when I when I win, I, I
0: it's hard to sleep. So you you're yeah it was, you can almost say it was a, it was a meteoric uh, rise to 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 the professional. Uh, PBR, I mean, 2017 sort of changed everything for you. You won the Brazilian PBR. Yes. You became the rookie of the year and then was it less less than one year later you found yourself competing in the US?
1: Nah, man. Like I said, I was so fast because I started riding professionally in 2016. 2017 I won the Nationals in Brazil. Mm-hmm. I was the rookie of the year. I, I jumped on a plane and Came to USA without speaking English, without, you know, I didn't know nobody. I just came to ride a booze on the world finals, and I won the world finals. I won the Rookie of the Year. Yep. I won the last event. I finished seventh on, on that year with just one event in the whole season, and, man, that was... That was crazy because I never expected that. I, I knew that that will come one day, but not that fast. Because I knew that because I was working so hard, and I always ha- had a goal in my mind to do something like that, but I didn't know that was going to be
0: that fast. So you're in the US, you're learning the language. And your your English is much better than uh, than my Portuguese, so well, well done. Uh, how did you find Decatur, Texas? Because I know there's a there's a, a Brazilian bull riding you know sort of community here. But who was the first one to approach you and said, "Hey, come to Decatur," and really sort of help get you set up?
1: Yeah, uh, that was a that was a kind of fun story because when I came to here, I didn't know where I was gonna stay. <laughs> I didn't know, you know. Where, uh, I was gonna live with you know uh, and on the World Finals I met some some guys uh, and they was living here in Decatur and they say all the Brazilians live in Decatur so you have to move there to be easy for for you and for we travel together and you know split expenses and it's gonna be easier for you and I said oh okay yeah, I'm going I'm down and I moved to Decatur, uh, I moved to live with Luciano De Castro and Alex Marsilio. Uh actually Mar- Mar- Alex Marcillo is on gamblers team now too <clears throat> and uh, uh, I live with them about, I stay with them about two weeks and I I just rent my own apartment and I start building my my
0: own personal life after that. so. Have you met your? Are you married at this time, or were you dating? No, your... I was dating my
1: wife, and uh, uh, she was in Brazil, and I we stayed away from uh, each other for three months since I came to here, and I said, "Hey, come here, baby," <laughs> because it's hard to to stay away from you. Yeah, you know, and and she came. Uh, to U.S. too, and uh, we 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 was living in an apartment. And a couple of months after that, we got married, and we started build our life. We we bought this property, and we are here now.
0: 2020, 2021, defining years for you. You walked away with the championship back to back, and put yourself in a very small category. Yeah, um, cuz w- what only two other Brazilians have won three championships yes before.
1: Yeah. Man, that was a dream come true, you know, because ever since I started ride bulls or ever since I started doing anything in my life, I I always had this mentality, you know, not be just one more. I want to be different. I want to be special, you know. If I want to do something I'm gonna do my best to be the best and when I won my first world title I was I was ready you know uh, I was expecting that because i i I, I, I had two past years in 2018 uh, and nineteen I finished second. Mm-hmm and in 2020 that was like the re- redemption for yeah. me yeah because i finished second two years in a row and i finally got my first war title and man, like that was like i took it i took two hundred thousand pounds off my back because i was working so hard for that and i finally did it so after that i was so light you know and i was look like five feet tall because because i was feeling good yeah and my dream come true and uh i was feeling great and i won again on the next year and uh with all the issues i have during the year some some injuries i i stayed a lot of events out that was hard because uh i was watching those guys riding pretty good and i cannot do anything but uh
0: i bet you don't like to sit on the sidelines
1: no no i don't like i don't like to stay out but uh that was a that was a good moment too for me because i stay with my family with my yeah. son you know uh and I always I always try to take something good from from the bad part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't like just stay worried about, you know, oh man, I'm out, I cannot do anything, I'm gonna lose. No, I'm I just I I try to stay positive, you know, and think about the future. And that's what I did and I finished good. I won again. I broke two records, I mean, I broke more than that, like maybe four records on on the season. Most round wins, most 90 points, uh, most event wins in, on single season, the highest score of the history of PBR, twice on the same year. That was a magical season for me, and I tore my, my groin, yeah. uh on that finals. And uh, I took a couple months after that to recovery, but that was not enough, and that still bothering me during the 2022 season. But I still doing good on on 22 season, and I I was almost there. I was like very close to win my third one and to be the first one to win three in a row, and. Uh, I got injury on the finals, like, night before, everything
0: over. Uh, not just an injury, four broken ribs and a partially collapsed lung.
1: Yeah, that was, I think that was the dark, dark, darkest time, you know, the worst time of my of my life, because uh, on that moment, I was like, I don't know if I can make it, you know, I don't know if I'm going to survive after this, because I never felt pain like that on my life before. I, I already had broken broken ribs before, two times, and on the last time it was the
0: worst. It was also because the lung. Yes. It just trying to because, breathe. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I've I've never had any of that. I, I've heard breaking the ribs are excruciating.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was terrible. And on that moment, you start think about your life, about your family. You know, you, you'll be like, man, what I'm doing, riding these bulls, they can kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to keep doing that. You know, I can I can die doing that. And but that that is only on the heat, you know, on the moment on on that. Right after you you get an injury or something like that. After that, I was like, oh, no. I, I have to keep doing that because I didn't finish. I didn't finish
0: yet. I still have goals. Uh, is it true that 48 hours later after that uh, injury, you uh, attended the draft for the new PBR team series in person to assist with the uh, the Austin Gambler selections? Yeah, yeah.
1: That was crazy because I was in the hospital and uh, uh, I was so worried about it because I didn't know if they they was gonna pick me because I was injured, you know. I was, I had a, I almost died on that arena, and I didn't know if they will believe in on on me, you know. I don't know if they was gonna trust on my job after that. If you know. So you wanted to walk in to the yeah, draft? for sure. <laughs> you know, I was like, I have to go there and you know, show them I'm. I'm ready. You know, I I know I'm not ready, but I will be. (laughs) And uh, I just walked there with my wife and my friends. And uh, that was that was a great moment for me. I'm assuming
0: a lot of people are like, stay in bed. You don't have to go. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what they say, you know. But
1: man, I I knew that was that was going to be good, you know, especially because that was their first ever draft, you know, First draft ever, and that was going to be special, uh, you know, and be the first pick ever.
0: Of the draft. Of the draft. And you were. And, yeah, and I was. Uh, are you – I'm starting to see a, a little bit of a pattern. Uh, once you're set, you've got your mind set on something, can anyone talk you out of it? No. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm like that, you know. So like, bull bullheaded in a way yes. is what we call it. Yeah. Yeah, I have that, you know. But – Sometimes it's good. <laughs>
0: as, as your wife learned to pick her battles like up. Oh, he's he's got his mindset. i not even going to say anything. <laughs> or does she speak her mind?
1: Yeah, she tried, but I didn't change it. <laughs> yeah. I follow my my, you know, I don't know what you call that, my stance like like I follow my heart, you know,
0: and don't look back. Yeah. I have no doubt. So as we transition from you know, individual riding. Now you're part of the Austin gamblers. You guys just got back from your first competition in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Um, first night didn't work out the way you guys had planned. Uh, but you, you rallied the team for the second night and, uh, you, you guys came out victorious and you're sitting in what third right now in the team. Yes. Team series. What, And I know it's new for you. You 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 were elected team captain for obvious reasons. You're most talented, uh, well, one of the most talented uh, writers in the world, if not the world. And uh, you're you're the best writer on the Austin Gamblers. What did you say to them that first night uh, to to get them reset for for the second night?
1: Man, that that was a hard time because everybody expected different, you know, from us because. Uh, Obviously, we was one of the best teams over there, (laughs) and we got a lot of good talents on the team. Uh, And lose the first game, man, nobody wants to start like that. Especially me, man, I'm so competitive. Even if it's just playing cards with my friends, I, I don't like lose at all. And... Especially, you know, on the competition. Yeah. I don't agree, you know, because we was ro- working a lot and putting a lot of effort, you know, before before the, the season started. And to came on the first game and lose, that was terrible. But uh, I think a lot of those guys, they learned something from that. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know,
1: that... That, they used that for learn something and that helped us help us a lot on the next day because we used that lose to motivate us to win on the second on the second night and that's what we did we we came to the next day and we just did it we we cover most of the bulls and all the other guys they they changed their mindset and they got their reset, you know, they got a new mindset and they step in and did their job and that was a big relief, you know, and uh, we prove for ourselves we can do that, you know, even if we, if we lose the first game, even if, if we don't start like we want, but we can finish good and that's what we're going to use for the rest of the season. We didn't have the the first, you know, the first start good,
0: but we're gonna finish good. Being a team captain, that's that's a little bit of a new feeling. And uh, for the listeners, I, I think I sort of spoiled it when I was speaking to your team during the team week. I said, "Well, who's the team captain?" And they hadn't announced who the team captain was, but all all the riders are like, "Oh, it's it's Jose and uh, that's how you found out you're the uh, the team captain. What, what does it look like? What does it feel like? That. Your teammates now look at you as, as the source of motivation and and sort of guidance does that are, are you settling into that position well uh yeah man that's
1: that's a big you know responsibility like for me be a captain uh but i love that because i love how people's i love to give my opinion if if somebody wants to you know, if somebody needs help mm-hmm. and ask me, I'll, I'm open to help anybody and give my thoughts, you know. And when JJ and Michael came to me and they say, hey, you're going to be the captain of the Gamblers. And I was like, man, thank you. You know, thank you for trusting me. And this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Because I know I can help a lot of those guys to improve themselves and be better, and not only on their, you know, their job, but on their personal life too, and on their mindsets to be a successful, you know, on what, what they're doing. And, uh, man, it has been great so far. We're, we're doing pretty good, all the guys, we have a good relationship, we have,
0: you know, a lot of shit talking going on. A lot of
1: shit talking between <laughs> us. Yeah, Man, it's it's funny. It's this team concept. It's 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 very interesting. And I hope I hope we we can stay on this like on this. What I what can I put in words? Like this teammates. This you know this feeling for a long time. I think.
0: Do you, do you think the uh, the team series is good for PBR and yeah. maybe bringing in more uh, followers that naturally wouldn't have been that, that wouldn't follow bull riding? Are, oh, are you yeah. pretty optimistic?
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that already started. You know, like a lot of other fans of the other sports, they already start cheer for you know teams because we're doing different now. It's different. It's not about individual anymore. It's it's teams and. uh uh, talking about Austin, you know, like a lot of people in Austin, they're gonna cheer for Austin Gamblers because we're from Austin, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of connections with different sports. That's that's what bull riding need, you know, need more partners, more people around it to to help grow the sport. And I'm, I think it's gonna be great. I think I'm I'm so excited for that.
0: Do you feel fortunate to have, and we've had Michael Gaffney on, and, and I, I got to tell you, man, you can just tell he's a good man. Yeah. Bull riding aside, he's just a good, good family man. You, you can tell everything yeah. about him. But yep. how, do you feel fortunate to have, you know, a, a rider who is going to go down in history as one of the best bull riders in the sport? Do you feel fortunate to have him as a coach and mentor?
1: Oh, yeah, and mentor? for sure. Man, have him to be a mentor of, for us, It it's going to be Awesome, you know, has been great for us because we 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 are learning a lot of different things from him, you know, because he was riding on the riding on the past and now this new era of bull riders, it's completely different, and we all learning from each other. Man, it's it's fantastic because uh, he's a great person, he's a great guy, he's a he's a you know. No words to describe him because how great he, he is, you know. He's does, does he get upset? Have you seen him get no, upset yet? Never. I never. Ha- I never see him angry. I hope I don't see it because I, I don't know if it's good because <laughs> he's so nice. He's he's awesome.
0: I love Michael. He's he, he's, he's almost like a prototypical uh, cowboy <laughs> you'd see in a movie. He's just yes. easy going, but if you guys ever piss him off, let, let me know. Yeah. I want to know how that went. Uh, take pictures. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, dude, naturally, I want, you know, a few things I want to touch on uh, before we close. But the nature of bull riding, uh, you know, people don't stay in the sport, you know, into their late 30s. I mean, there's a, there's a few bull riders that made it, make it to, the you know, 37, 39, but they're, they're rarities yeah. compared to the most. The nature of the sport is, is just brutal on your body. Yeah. You know, uh, and again, when I saw you, you you strike me more as a soccer player than a bull rider. I mean, you're fit. (laughs) You can tell you don't have many distractions. Walk me through your training regimen uh, from lifting to, to, you know, to cardiovascular, to diet. And I'm going to make an assumption you don't drink, do you? Uh, Sometimes. Sometimes? Yeah, but just
1: sometimes. I I was drinking more before, but now... uh, I'm completely you know focused on on my on my body you know on my my professional career and uh, now, yeah now I'm just
0: I don't drink at all now so what are you doing for workouts when you're not practicing on the bowl uh, we do a lot of functional functional yeah. training
1: you yeah. know uh, a lot of agility because uh, you don't have you you can, you don't want to get too. You know, two muscles on on your body. Yeah. You don't you don't want a lot of muscles. You want to be a flexibility. You know, have flexibility and be fast because bull riders they cannot be heavy. You know, they they have to be light and uh, very active, like on the agility to to dance with the bulls yeah. because it's yep. a dance. You know. Uh, that's what I do you know every morning uh, we start our training at 6 6 a.m. and we have a personal trainer uh, Jim Bowie he 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 do all this stuff he's a great guy he he take care of us not only doing trainings but on the therapy too
0: he's a great therapist and, uh, we, and I know you say we uh, a few of the boys join you the in the morning. Team. The team, yeah, the team. Uh, we
1: got almost fifty uh, percent of the team lives around here, mm-hmm. and uh, we all go together on the gym, and we all work out together like a team. And some of those guys uh, who lives far from from here, sometimes they came and spend a, a week with us yeah. to you know to have that relationship and and practicing and hang out together uh, to have that spirit you know of team and uh, that's what we do you know now that's why this team deal I think it's gonna be great for for everyone uh, on all the teams because that that is pushing you to be better to improve yourself because you want to be better you want to help your team it's not only about you you know the consequences it's not only about you if you lose it's not only you it's the whole team so nobody wants to see your teammate losing yeah and that's why it's gonna help a lot i think
0: yeah i I haven't been in that environment uh you feel like all the eyes are on you if if that happens what what about diet man what what are you doing in terms of uh, of food,
1: not too much. I man, I like eat <laughs> a lot, uh, but I normally I eat more during the night to you know for the next day f- because mm-hmm. we, we work out early on the morning and I don't I don't like work out hungry, so uh, I eat good on the night. During the lunch, I I just eat something light to you know just stay the rest of the day but I normally eat better on the night before yeah. I sleep yeah
0: now in terms of uh and we we spoke about this you, you're sort of unorthodox in the way that you know even if you have a competition during the weekend you'll you'll get on a bull on Wednesday which a lot of guys don't do cuz one I, I mean they're yeah I'm, I'm assuming they're they figure why take the risk and get hurt before a competition but you're you're different in the mind that you like to get in the saddle and, yeah
1: man it's not only about improve yourself riding bulls, It's about your mindset. I think bull riding it's it's like a game. You have it's a combination with your body and mind. Mm-hmm. If some of those things it's not it's not right, something wrong is gonna happen. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna be good on the competition. And I like to be balanced Balance it, uh, balance it all the time you know that's why I like to get on on bows on practice pen before the events because that's gonna help me fix my mistakes on bull riding and fix my mind to get ready to ride bows you know it's like it's like you if you have a you know to go somewhere on a war you're gonna practice before you're gonna oh, yeah. you're gonna do a lot of things to be ready for that you're not, you're not only gonna go there and <laughs> take a risk, take a risk to, you know, get shoot, shoot, you know, and that's what I do. I like to practice every week before the events to, to get ready to prove myself. Now I'm ready and let's rock and roll.
0: When you think about longevity, man, um, I know you, you've started, you know, lemme, bucking bowls. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking about the future beyond bull riding? Would you would you take G-Man, Michael Gaffney's position? Would you be a coach of a team one day, if you uh, could?
1: Yeah, probably. Now, honestly, I, I'm not thinking too much about this because I'm so focused on, oh, my, yeah. on my career now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how many years I, I still have it, but I hope more 10 years of bull riding on my life. And then after that, probably maybe a coach, maybe stock contractor, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, wa- yeah. I want to be around doing something, you know, doing something to help those guys. And uh, uh, maybe a coach, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe oh, a coach he, after Gambers. Yeah, there you <laughs> if, go. If Michael let <laughs> me.
0: Uh, well, I, I think he will be done by that time. <laughs> he's, he's Decatur Hope. Are you guys pretty happy here?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a good community here and, you know, a lot of friends. Uh, we hang out together, we do a lot of stuff together. We're like a Brazilian family here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I do have to ask you this. You, you know, I know you love Brazil. You, do you love the United States as well? Oh, yeah, for
1: sure. Man, now here's my life. You know, uh, I started my my life here. I have everything, everything I have. It's because U.S. gave me the opportunity to to have it. You know, I'm so proud to to be in United States, and uh, now I'm I'm thinking about be a citizenship. You know, to start work on my papers to to get a citizenship. Do and it. Yeah, Do it. I will. Yeah. I will for sure. Uh,
0: well, was your son born in the United States? Yes. So he's he's, he's a citizen. American. Yeah. yeah,
1: he's American. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know after a retard if I if I'm going back to Brazil, uh, but probably not. We're what does your wife here. say? Uh, she's kind of she don't know yet. Fifty 50? Yeah, fifty. Yeah,
0: 50-50. So we always end our podcast with two two basic questions. First one is, what are those things that have led to the majority of your success? Those things that 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 you consider to be the 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 keys to to who you are, is it like hard work, discipline? What, what are the things in your mind that if your son was looking at you and said, Dad, what, what are the three things I need to do to be, to be in success, successful in life? What, what would you tell him? Man, first
1: thing, God. God. For me, that's the first first thing ever for me. Uh, that's what I put on my life. And first thing is God. Second, be better every day. Try to do something. improve yourself
0: every day yeah i love that you
1: know like be better than you not be better than anyone just just be better because one day you're gonna be the best but first you have to be better than yesterday yeah and then you know never give up just believe in yourself because if i did if i did it i'm sure Anyone can do that too, but you have to pay the price. You have to work hard and never quit, never give up.
0: God, uh, be better than the day yep. before. Yep, And never give up on yourself, always believe. I, I love that, that's powerful. The, uh, the last question we ask is, you know, imagine, you know, 70 years from now, you're 95 and you're looking back how do you think you'll evaluate your life and whether you lived a a life of purpose and impact? Is it the family you've built? Is it your career in the PBR going down as, uh, and you're already going to go down in history as one of the best riders uh, ever. What matters to you at the end? What's your legacy?
1: Man, I want to look back and see those young guys look up to me and I want to be like that guy, you know, not only good on on his job not not only be a world champion but be a good person you know be a good dad be a good husband you know uh, have a good family and walk on the lines and you know motivate more people's help other people's yeah uh i want to you know get out of the places and people's talk about good things of me not shitty things
0: <laughs> that's what i want to do you know that's how i want to i want to be well jose i'd say you're you're well on your way to that and the way you conduct yourself man as a, as a professional uh i can tell you there are probably kids all across this nation in brazil that are looking up to you to to, to, to follow the path that you've uh, you've set man uh remarkable uh interview thanks for the conversation and we're having stakes later is that right Yeah. I'm looking forward to this, man. Let's do it. All right. Thank you, sir. No problem. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Men's Journal, Everyday Warrior Podcast. Uh, We will be back and see you again soon. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Men's Journal, Everyday Warrior Podcast. Hey, whatever platform you utilize to listen to our podcast, please, please leave a review. We read all of them. That's how we get better. And lastly, again, thank you to our sponsor, Pendleton Whiskey. We've got your six. Cheers.